Sarah. Susie Q. Welcome to Brain Candy Podcast, episode 417. I'm okay. How are you? Oh, you know, surviving, not thriving. Yeah, that's it. As they say. It's weird how... Oh, this actually will lead into one of the things I wanted to talk about, but I was going to say, isn't it strange how, like, it's hard to tell whether time is moving slowly or at rapid pace? Oh, my God, ain't that the truth. Right? That It's so weird. This I, Ren and I talk about this all the time. We're like, see, this is how the proof that time is, like, a social construct. Yeah. Because, like, and when you don't have... And also, my theory, but it's not mine. This is, like, probably something that, I don't know, has as like a known thing um that we need novelty in order to make yeah like like markers in time like we yeah. need when it's all routine when it's the same every single day when it's freaking groundhog groundhog's day mm-hmm. you don't there's nothing to like pin i don't know uh 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 I don't, what, what do you even call that like it's like highlighting a moment in yeah like contrast Yes, contrast. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you go, oh, that's different. I remember that. Like, we yes. remember novelty. And, yes. like, I think about, you know, like the uh, uh, memory palace and the memorizing tricks mm-hmm. and how you have to make it, um, absurd. you know, absurd. Yeah. And a novelty kind of thing in your mind. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. Well, it reminds me of when I had a new baby. And like mm. other parents always like to say, oh, the, the days are long, but the years are short. And they say it like you're supposed to be all cutesy about it. But it actually is true because it's like, is this time moving really slowly or really fast? Yeah. And it's so. Both. This is super crazy that you even bring that up because I read this. Um, it's like somebody posted this meme uh, online, a breastfeeding blog or something like that um, or Instagram account. And I was like, oh my God, I read it to Ren and he was like, I think that's podcast material. Okay, listen to this. And I'm like, I'm not sure. I did not do any fact checking. So this is just straight off like, you know, what else Instagram new? thing. So yeah, yeah, right. What else is new? <laughs> um, breastfeeding for one year is approximately 1,800 hours. Oh God. A full-time job with three weeks vacation is 1,960 hours. Wow. So only 160 hours difference between breastfeeding for a year and Ugh. a full-time freaking job. So think about the women who are doing both. What? Come on. <laughs> that is brutal. Brutal. <sighs> oh my God. And I, I know a lot of women, you know, instead of doing sort of like a schedule, they'll just sort of, the baby's like on them all the time. Yes, yes, yes. And I That's can what believe I would do. it. Those hours really add up. That's what I would do. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, and, and yeah, like, well, I mean, now... In this situation, I would just have my boob out all the time and be like, hey, right, right. wherever you want. I would just like cut all my shirts to just be like, not just off the shoulder, but off the boob too. Just have that little baby around my hip. Just whatever he wants. optional. Yeah. Shirt optional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a weird time in your life because the world outside continues at the same mm-hmm. pace, but you're in your house with your new baby and- it's just like quarantine. It's it's weird. It's dis. Yeah. Um, what's the word? Disorienting. Um, yes. Thank you. Yes. Disorienting. That's a guess. Um, but I had read this article that was um, analyzing wh- why we are so, as you say, disoriented about time right now, and it was mm-hmm. referring to. Well, it sort of made the comparison of when you travel. It's a similar problem, you know. Like okay, okay, go on. Okay, so like, have you ever gone on vacation? And when you're about to come home, it's like it took a second, but also like the first day of your vacation seems like three years ago. Yes, right, absolutely. So it's like it went fast, but then it went slow at the same time. Yes, totally. And scientists call it the oddball effect. The, what the, I love science. Thank you, science, for giving this a name. Because everybody knows what it is, but we're like, what is that? What is and science that? is like, we're on it. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> and they gave it an adorable name. Oddball adorable. Effect. The oddball effect. Okay, go on. And they on. were saying that anytime your brain is introduced to more things at once than it's used to, it is creates the illusion of uh, more time passing or less time passing. So... When you're on vacation, of course, you're introduced to a lot of different new things and idea and people that you're not familiar with. Oh. And also during a pandemic, 
you're not used to having to learn mm. about whether you wear a mask or what do you need to wear a bandana? Do I need to change my gloves right now? Do I need a bleach wipe? Like your brain is on overdrive trying to keep up with everything. Yeah. And so it changes your um, perception of time. And that's why we're oh. in a flat circle right now. And, uh, uh, you know, now that makes me think, you know, when I do my lectures on, uh, you know, the survival, survival response and like what happens in the body when somebody's experiencing trauma, that the executive functioning, like, uh, 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 like, you know, outer, you know, decision-making part of your brain, um, what am, why can't I think of it? whatever it's called, prefrontal cortex, there you go. Um, when that, uh, when you're in the moment where you're feeling like you're in trauma, that shuts off and that's where all of your uh, uh, ability to put things in chronological order comes from. Oh. So, yeah. So oh. you, that's why survivors can't <laughs> oh recall God. things. And, I know. So that's why people who are have experienced trauma will not re- be able to recall things in a chronological order. They'll be able to remember peripheral details but not central details because... That is what your brain's doing in like survival mode. So oh that makes God. sense that we don't have a good grasp of time right now if a lot of us are in kind of survival mode. How that adds that? a whole nother layer because Fails. this that article that I read was sort of saying, you know, all this new information simulates the same effect as when you travel and so it's you're not clear or whatever. But y- you're right that what we're all going through is trauma. Right. And so that adds a whole nother yeah. Yes. Problem. And I think people get like a little scared about the, oh my gosh, it's trauma. Like that, you know, I feel like, yeah, you know. Life as we know it is over. (laughs) That's traumatic. There's like a right. Yeah. yeah, As we know it, I guess that's true. Yes. You're so right. I mean, you know, but we adjust and we adapt. And the good news is humans are so resilient. So most of go. them. I wouldn't include myself in that category. <laughs> You're so funny. You I know, would. like, like I like that you've survived believe- the challenge, Susie. <laughs> you have. You are in the winner's circle. Only you make. T- you always make the top ten list of best <laughs> of all time. No, I went to ask you what were you on that list. You and I usually fall right. I know. Next we're to each neck other. Neck, it's always we? like 10, 11, 12, That's 13. So cute. It is adorable. Were, but were you on that one? Yes, I think it. I think it was close to that number. Like, I usually fall between. Should have been uh, higher. Fall right, right after all of the uh, uh, all the really strong women. Oh, so it'll be like Laurel, Emily, um, you know, and then me, Kara. Yeah, good for you. I'm. I just root for you. I don't give a shit. Oh, thanks, Suze. I didn't look at the list, but I was just thinking. Well, Sarah better be ranked really high because. I mean, you're one of the best of all time. Oh, my God. You're so sweet. Hey, I'm an ambassador of the truth. That's what I am over here. I do love that about you, (laughs) especially when it's truth about moi. (laughs) Anyway, I was comforted to learn this sort of effect because I know everyone's talking about how, what day is it, what's happening. So But it's nice to see it. It, as a scientific understanding of what's going on. What do you think could make the days go by? Like, you were, like, because you want to remember some things, you know? You don't, I agree. Like, do, you, do you want it to go, you know, because I maybe don't want it to zoom by. My biggest regret so far is that I didn't start a journal on my first day of quarantine. Of, like, oh, man, here's I, what, I, so I could give it to Lincoln when he's older of, like, here's I what we did. I think it's a great idea. Take photos. You can do a photo. Fo- you're kind of doing a photo journal in many ways. Yeah. I you wish know. I would have thought Hey, that. Suze, never too, never too late to start. <laughs> That's true, Sarah. You start right now. And then the first line can be, I wish I would have started this however many days ago. But right. beca- I, I but during that time, I was dealing with the overwhelming stress of adjusting to a new life and a new Ain't normal. Ain't that the truth? There you go. All right, Sarah. I'm I got half, do the, it. half the work done for you. Okay. <laughs> Opening sentence is always the most difficult part of the book, right? There you I go. remember I always used to say that. Once I came really? up with my dissertation title, I was like, I'm halfway done. R- same, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I already know. It's already done. I got the title. Yeah, it's right. The title. Oh, that's so funny. The because title. The, that, I don't know. Yes, There's something about is, it. I totally agree. I was doing an article for a, 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 a 
blog about couples and, and sur- like, you know, exercises to help them kind of survive this time. Yeah. And uh, that was the par- part that was most difficult. I was like, what do I call it? It's got to be catchy. It's got to be like this. It's got to be, you know. <laughs> I and then they didn't puns. even use it. They were like, oh, we don't even need a qu- title. We're just using quotes. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll save that for another day. Oh, it's a good one. That hurts. Yes. Well, one thing that doesn't hurt is when I get a big, uh, big old thank you from Quip because uh, every three months they send me a replacement for my beautiful toothbrush, and I am so lucky. Gorgeous. Because right now we aren't leaving our house, but we still want to keep our teeth pearly white. That's why we need Quip. Yeah. Um, I was reading about how Quip has. Uh, the floss that we were talking about, it's eco-friendly, yes. refillable floss. I did not know that, and I have to get it because it has a dispenser you keep for life. Right. And I freaking love that because I'm, like, obsessed with zero waste now. But um, That's all their toothbrush products. True. You just re- – yeah. Yeah, that's true. But it's hard – certain pr- products are hard to find, oh, like, an eco-friendly totally. version. Eco-friendly so dental floss is very difficult. Yeah, so give Quip a try because their toothbrushes are electric and then they um, pulse. They tell you when to switch sides. They tell you when you're done brushing. And then they mount to the mirror. It looks really sleek and beautiful. Um, and it's not bulky at all. And then they have a smaller version that I have for Lincoln that's for kids. Um, it's just a really great service. And then, like I said, they send you the replacement head every three months so that you can um, keep it clean and beautiful. And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy right now, you'll get your first refill for free. So that's your first refill for free at getquip.com slash brain candy. That's com slash brain candy. Quip, the good habits company. Um, and it's also gentle on your gums as well, the vibrations. So, mm-hmm. you know how some of them are like, that, you feel like you've been through yes. hell. <laughs> right? And I love anything that doesn't steal a, a, a a plug, an outlet plug. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I don't want to see any of those cords. I I'm already mad that the Alexa one has to be in there. Can't I it. couldn't agree more. Yes. Uh, the end. Okay. So this is a f- super fun story that I know Sarah will love. And I think love it. the Brainiacs will love in general. I was reading about... <clears throat> ac- I love accents. I love the way people talk in yes. different places. And they posed a question that I had never thought about, which is um, when the scientists are living in Antarctica, do Mm -hmm. they develop their own Antarctic accent? Huh. I love it. So they tested it. Okay. Like a combination of everybody's... Yeah, is this like, like a melting pot of everybody's accents all together? Is it because... Yeah, like you influence each other in the same way that when people um, move to the new world, then we got an American accent eventually. Ooh. I have a follow-up question for the end of this that I have okay. to save once you tell me. Oh, <laughs> I have to write it down so I don't forget. <laughs> well, so they were talking about how accents are very um, quick to form, which was surprising to me, and I didn't know that that I, I would have assumed it took a really long time for an, a unique accent to develop, oh. but it really doesn't. That it Like how short of time? I, I think that they were saying months because in their case, they're truly isolated. Normally, like when we're in quarantine, like we can still watch Netflix and like have right, 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 right. influence from the outside. But when you're um, on the moon or... In Antarctica, it's very limited in terms of your connection to other communities. Yes. And so Antarctica was a great place for them to conduct a study. And they, linguists would use words, for, they use words like food and cued and cooed. Those are the examples they ah, gave. Those are very accenty words. <laughs> yeah, they were saying that... Um, Accents are easier to determine you, when you think about vowels, which mm-hmm, makes mm-hmm. sense, but I'd never really thought about it. It's like the long A or... Yeah, like know. they gave uh, the example of chowder in Boston. Chowder. It's totally different from New York. Even though they're yes. very close to each other geographically, they're totally different. And yes. really it's the vowel part that gets... Funky. Now I want to know. I have so many questions. Know, Where does it too. all start? I'm not going to be much help, but I do think that the concept is super cool. Um, and they were saying that if you were to talk to somebody that had lived in Antarctica for a year, 
you probably wouldn't notice, Mm -hmm. but you can measure it as a scientist. So it's not as if people would be like, whoa, you sound weird, Uh but uh a scientist can decipher, you know, the extent of the change. And um, the the one word that they said, the Antarctists had um, adjusted was the word backhoe. And that they started pronouncing the ho part in the front of their mouths, almost like ow, like um, O-U. Yeah, like something about the group that was there had influenced each other enough to alter that word pronunciation. You got the back ho ready? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Got it, got it. (laughs) So anyway, I just thought that was super cool. And I just love that. If enough people lived there long enough, we would have a distinct accent. And then ultimately what usually happens is a dialect and then an actual new language emerges. Like if you're there long enough. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, isn't that fun? I love that. I know. I was like, okay, this is fantastic. So my, what the, then you said it when you were like, oh, also on the moon, because my question would is, does the same thing happen on the International Space Station? Probably. And they were saying, like, if we did colonate Mars, we would eventually end up with a Martian language. And is it different depending on who... Like, I would wonder if the... So this makes me think of people like myself who tend to pick up, like, or or mirror the accents of other people. Like, if I hang out with Kenny Santucci from the show, I all of a sudden sound like I'm from Jersey within, Mm -hmm. like, hours. And... I've heard that like that has something to do with like rates of empathy and so I wonder or personality type or wanting to be like a people pleaser and things like that and I wonder if there's a change in how fast it develops with certain personality types or if like a dominating personality would be a the dialect to develop or and if it developed differently depending on whose accent was like if you have two people from talking yes (laughs) And if we think that person is the dominant personality and everybody's trying to like be like them, yeah. or if you don't like them and you find them in like, there's a whole, I have so many questions. I remember when we were on the ruins, um, there were a lot of people on the cast who were native Spanish speakers, mm-hmm. like Johanna, Veronica, um, maybe not Ibis. native, I shouldn't say native, but yeah. frequent um, yeah. Spanish speakers. And mm-hmm. I remember when I would drink, I would take on that and I would notice it be like why am I pronouncing those words like that but I'm sure that's what it is because we're isolated totally and I would start talking like Kenny (laughs) and so would Evan and so would Johnny hilarious yeah so it makes sense to me I will say by the way when I was looking in in the article they had a picture of I guess where the scientists live Mm -hmm. it it looks not cold (laughs) what oh wait you mean inside no, like the the building. Like, Outside? Like I just picture it very snowy and very um, arctic. Yeah. But, but it was. Isn't there it was one like of those places where it's like the driest place on the earth? Yeah. Like one of the driest and there's like, no, and it's so cold and there's not even moisture in the air to even, blah, 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 that yeah. it's like chaps your face. It's so cold. It was I mean, deceiving. I don't know. I've never been there. I've just heard that. Yeah. But. I, I, I feel like there's mixed mixed messages on that place <laughs> because sometimes also, people talk about it like you are, where it's like so big fucking, though. <laughs> it is big. Might be different climate zones. <laughs> True, but yeah. don't you? When you think of it, you just think of this icy tundra. Yes, yes. But I don't think of snow. What? I don't. What do you I think, think of, of grass? Like icy. No, like ice, just ice. Oh. Like, I feel like for snow to happen, I don't know. It almost feels like there, it, it's, it's, it's just cold. There's not a lot of change in the, I feel like snow happens when like there's change in the, I don't freaking know about, this is one of those <laughs> things I know nothing about. I don't know, like, like for real, <laughs> I mean... I was I the other night Ren and I were staring out at the stars you know like we do sitting on our porch and I was like I've been looking at this one star for so long and I'm like man that is so bright and like I was convinced it was like 
I don't know, a satellite or an airplane, but it had been there for months. And then I pull out my little stargazer thing and find out it was a planet. And I'm like, I don't know a friggin' thing. I don't even know the difference between what a star looks like, what a planet Aww. looks like. It's right there. It's Venus. You think that's, like, important? Yes, it was Venus. You're right. Yes. We could see that for a long time. I know. We've been tracking it with our telescope. Oh, see, I just have to talk to some people who like know a little more than me about astronomy. But like, I only know that because I follow a weatherman on Instagram, and he told uh, you know his followers to look, and here's where it'll be. I wouldn't have noticed oh. it otherwise. Oh, I know. You know what? I I finally got out the stargazer thing because on Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, Instagram, yeah. he said that I think it was March sixteenth, the that Venus. And Mars and the and the yeah. moon would make, a happy, make a happy face. face. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> we are like nerd twins, me and you. Oh my gosh, for sure. Well, that's why we found each other. And I know. Like, you know, it was in love at first sight. It really was. They said it wouldn't last. <laughs> they say you no know, showmance. Right. They were like, oh, this is just a showmance <laughs> between these two. Like, we'll no prove them wrong. Sarah's totally stuck with me, you guys. Stuck? You're stuck with me. I mean, with pleasure. Okay. Yay. Oh, this is adorable. This is just like <laughs> us being schmoopy now. You have oh. to deal with it, people. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I wanted to encourage people, by the way, to check out our Patreon because I'm getting really excited about, I mean, we have the Q and A's, which people love and the silly cold calls and stuff that we do, but I'm getting really excited about our, um, interviews. Like I did a interview the other day with a casting director for reality TV. That is cool. It was so fun. And we got more questions for her from our listeners than from, for any of the cast members. I love that. Me too. I was like, these are thoughtful people. Oh, and I'm sure there are questions that I've had that I have not had the opportunity like i'd have never asked a casting director anything i have questions a lot of them were really like how come no fat people are on tv how come where are Ooh. the asians which i loved that they yes were like excuse me yeah. yeah great um, Ooh, but i just was like you know i really love that we show people how reality tv is made like it's more than yes. just here's what happened on the challenge and isn't it funny and that yes. i like doing that too but i really love unpacking the right. genre and being like, here's how it really works. And you can yes. learn about it and still enjoy it, but be informed. Tori and I got into a really great um, discussion about what happens when two people who are labeled a couple go on the show and the loss of the identity of the individual and mm. how they become a we and it's like a package deal and what that's like. Now, this was a season where they did that a lot. So, yes. And even for a lot of other reality shows where... You know, could that be something that that I think that that would happen with you and couples. I if we went on a hundred percent? It would yeah. be an us, a we thing. Yeah, and it would probably have bad and good yeah. things about it. Yeah, right. for both of us, totally. <clears throat> but if people do want to check out those interviews in the Q and A's, it's Patreon.com/slash/BrainCandy, and we have tiers from a dollar all the way up to whatevs, and. um I think it's really fun and good stuff. I'm proud of what we're creating. Same. Thanks, I'm just Suze. saying. You're I'm just best. saying. <laughs> anyway, yes. okay. So the next thing, I believe on a, um, a previous episode, we had talked, this was ages ago, mm-hmm. about one of those dancing crazes, you know, where it's like contagious and people start dancing for no reason? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm- do you know? Oh, those- yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. I think this was actually something you had talked about like maybe years ago. Yeah. And like sometimes illness or delirium can be um, contagious, you know, the power of suggestion, or maybe there's more to it. Hard to say. But anyway, a lot of the content, Sarah and I were talking about this before we started. A lot of the content that's being produced right now is sort of like quarantine based, but like if you can find 
more to it. That's what I'm into. Yeah. So this was in the context of what we're going through now. They were exploring how in 1518, a woman started dancing and didn't stop. And she danced basically nonstop for a whole week and her feet were bloody and like swollen and stuff. And she just was um, at the mercy of her rhythm. And (laughs) um, I used to say I'm a slave to my rhythm, but I don't like using slave now. So I just have to change I agree with that. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I was like, I don't like that language. I need to change that. Okay. Yes. Good job. So thank you. She's at the mercy of her rhythm. And, um, but then like the town people started like joining in and it became kind of like this kooky, crazy, like townspeople all dancing in the street. And so the people. Did they know that she was kooky, kooky, crazy when they were dancing with her? I think probably what uh, my perception is she started dancing and everyone was like, what's this about? Which is what you would think if you saw someone dancing in your street. But then like. This sounds like, like, uh, like watching Footloose, not like real life. (laughs) Well, because maybe she was a really great dancer or something. Who knows? Like if I saw JLo out there, I I might join in too. Who knows what she was all about? Okay. That would be, that would be a, a real lucky break that the woman, crazy woman who gets the dancing fit also has, uh, uh, you know, boogie woogie shoes (laughs) to have some feet. But here's the thing. The fact that we're still talking about it 500 years later means it may have been like a super hot broad, like shaking her moneymaker. And everyone was like, I want to do that too. But we don't know. I don't know why it was contagious, but it was, okay? (laughs) So then the doctors came in and they decided that these people had, quote, hot blood. And (laughs) This sounds like the same doctor that would say, put the lime in the coconut. Or or the same doctor who said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ding, tang, blah, blah, big, big. That's the same doctor. That's who she went to. And frankly, that's the doctor I want to go to, if I'm honest. (laughs) (laughs) So they had hot blood, and the best part is the only cure. (laughs) More cowbell. More dancing. (laughs) Swear to God. That's what they said. So, okay. And they said laughter was the best medicine. (laughs) In our case, it's both. It's like stories about dancing. Take a two-step and call me in the morning. <laughs> I can keep going. <laughs> Take a two-step. That's so great. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, so, my God. Now, so these, these bozos danced all summer long. I'm sure they must have slept, but it didn't say that in the article. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the summer, some people were, quote, healed. Mm -hmm. Some of them died from exhaustion and others just like packed up and went home. So then this article (laughs) did a really... Everything (laughs) is funny because I'm like, that sounds like Coachella. Oh my God, you're so right. (laughs) And that's kind of the point of the article actually is that... Oh my God. So the scientists think that the the year before 1517 had been this horrific um drought and mm-hmm. you know a collective tragedy not unlike what we're going through now and this guess cool, what else Suze. isn't it so like guess what else we're doing now hello tiktok oh m g right? i see i see i see all the pieces like bing 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 me bing, too up sarah Man. Okay. And then they were saying how some people believe that dancing is like, quote, the body's earthquake, that we need to move our bodies just like the earth does in order to recalibrate and resettle and find ourselves again. Yes. You can see this from animals. Really? That's why my dog has to stretch like she does. Aww. And that's why they, when you pet them, they get up and they have to shake out all that energy. They oh, always do cute. that after a good yes. pet session. 
because they're like, I got to recalibrate my body. Hang on. Shake, 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 shake. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's like we, uh, somewhere deep inside of ourselves, know that the cure for what ails us is movement. Wow. And I love that. Well, we got to get dancing. We got it. I'm, I dance every damn day. I mean, that's the Aww. only thing that makes me happy is music. So yeah. I always dance like a weirdo. You gotta dance more. No, I it's fucking, not a weirdo thing. Well, it's weird when it's by yourself. <laughs> no, no, not at all. That's when I feel most comfortable, when I do my best moves. I'm like that crazy lady that went out in the street, except I keep it inside. And I, I got so into, they have a, a fucking disco channel on uh, Alexa that's Disco Fever. Ooh. And I was getting so into it that I accidentally dropped my makeup and it broke all over my bathroom, <laughs> but it was worth it. Oh, hey, I know how to fix that. Super easy. Well, there's no way because uh, I'm talking yeah. about liquid foundation and there's oh, like no, glass that, in it. That, never mind. I thought it was powder. <laughs> I thought I was like, I got the cure for your powder no. drop. Nope. That was a big, big It was oopsie. everywhere. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. That's a mess. <laughs> but they were pointing out how... You've probably seen some of the TikToks that nurses and doctors are doing at the hospital. And they were, sometimes they're criticized for it. Like, oh, yeah, you're so busy. You're like fucking dancing in the. No, I need it. That's why, is because they know that that will help them. Um, Wow, that's great. And I love that they, in the article, they called it radical empathy and that our bodies want to resist being dead inside they called it the deadening effect and then in order to resist that we're like no i am going to stay alive and so we dance how cool is that that's cool thank you bodies (laughs) so we can't resist that no if you feel it like i just need to get up and do something do it yeah oh i love this and maybe if you don't even feel like it That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Do you remember, this is like, uh, this is what this whole story made me think of is uh, there was a Halloween Disney special that was out like in the late 80s, early 90s. It was like Mickey's Halloween Mm -hmm. and it was Donald Duck and, (laughs) and there was a witch. Oh, what's her name? Probably Broomhilda or something like that. And, uh. She zapped his shoes and she was like, dancing feet, don't stop dancing. Yes. And she like zaps his feet and he's like, and he becomes like a, t- and I, she was really doing him a favor. And then I think about, you know, like a witchy lady who would be dancing in the street. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. This is like, falls yeah, totally in line with like witch, witchy culture. They even mentioned, you know, that show, The Masked Singer. Yeah. Like What's they that were- about? Well, <laughs> people love that. I know. I don't watch it, but you know, it's what it sounds like that the singer is unknown and you have to try to guess who it is. But in the article, they mentioned how Sarah Palin was one of them and she was dancing to Baby Got Back. Did you see that clip? <laughs> no. It was really something to behold. And um, they were pointing out in the same way that TikTok is having this effect that shows like that are also a part of this what they're calling sort of a movement. I lo- Well, what a funny thing to call it. <laughs> they, right. <laughs> they're being literal. A movement movement. <laughs> a movement movement. Yeah, I love that. That's actually yes. really clever. I'm writing that down. Oh. Isn't that a fun little something? I love it. That's okay. really great. Good. Okay. I'm just it makes here. me like want to like, you know, bust out the, the like dance music. And we uh, uh, have a record player here and yes. that's been real fun yes and pump up the listening jams. to stuff on vinyl is totally a different experience i get what people like. i do too i mean i already you have one too yeah, yeah i do prefer it it's great it's just a little cumbersome you know because you got to flip yeah. it over and stuff yeah and you you don't get that <clears throat> long with the song it doesn't you got to flip it over a lot like Yes, that's so true. Not a lot of music on one thing. I didn't know that. 
Right. You know, like last time I had like a record player that was regularly used in the house, I was about seven years old. And I feel like saw, like it seemed like the records were on there for forever. We, you Ain't know, that the truth? And I never changed them. So now I'm like, man, this is very labor intensive. <laughs> <laughs> labor intensive. Did you, when you were a kid, have one of those plastic ones like Fisher Price? It's like a briefcase and oh. it was a record player. That was no. probably before oh, your Oh, you know time. what? We, yeah, I, and it had like little... Uh, yeah. You could put the, the, the discs in that yeah. had little bumps in them. And it yeah. Would like, yes, I did have that. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, that is a classic. I believe it was a garage sale find for me. It was not a... a like I did that not get sense. that new. I yeah, definitely years. know that. You're a youngster. Yes, yes. But we also had like the real one in the house and music just everywhere. Big, yeah. huge speakers, yeah. I would encourage people just to introduce more music into their pandemic life because it does... It it is a mood booster for sure. Yeah, it's great. Okay, this is another fun one that was about the psychology. Maybe you're not experiencing this because you're not like this, but the psychology of why people want to text their ex during a quarantine. Well, I definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> I feel like that's only if maybe you are alone right now. I'm sure that that does. Not add people to in it. current relationships or people who are like. In you know, I think it applies to them just less so. Really? Yeah, I do. Tell me why. Well, they were. Well, first of all, did you hear from any of your exes in the last two months, like during this time? Uh, like for just niceties, not you know. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> well, you're yeah. in a weird moment. Some, not somebody I would call like an ex, but like somebody but from the past. Of. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yes. Okay, yeah, so have I. And mm-hmm. I don't even think it's like suggestive. It's just they they almost like check in, like how you holding up kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so they were saying that we as human beings understand ourselves mainly within the context of uh, people we've loved and interact with. Yes. Oh right? my gosh. You need that mirror to reflect. Oh yes. my God, these are such good... <laughs> Things I we're talking really about today. Happy. My mind is just blown. It's like I was researching for our episode and I was like, let me just say, Adam, I love brain candy. Oh my God. Like, because I know when I read it, if our listeners will love it or if you'll get excited and then it yeah. makes me so excited. I mean, the best is that all of these, you just have to give me the, the idea and you can just, you know, yeah. like the hint well, as to what make the it theme real is. Easy. And it's just so fun to see how, based on things that we've talked about on here in the past, mm-hmm. inform like absolutely. Yeah, this like it's yeah. so cool. I love it. Tell me more. <clears throat> okay, so you know that thing about how like you have different groups of friends and how it's kind of weird when worlds collide and they like interact. Totally. Remember my Christmas party? It was like the first time everybody hung out and they were like, what? You kept all these people for me? This is great. <laughs> well, it is great, but sometimes it can be- give people like anxiety. If they're the, the common thread, it feels a little weird. That's and they how were I felt. That <laughs> I had a great time to say no, <laughs> but we have different sides to ourselves and we emphasize different sides with different groups yes. and each group is important in a different way. Anyway, they were saying that um, being cut off from our normal outlets leads Mm. us to seek comfort in familiar places. And so if you were at one time with someone or hooked up with someone, they provided you comfort and pleasure at one time in your life. And so your brain is like, hey, that would be nice again. I would like to have that same Uh feeling. And so that's why you're like, maybe I should check on so-and-so or maybe your ex reached out to you and that's what they were feeling maybe even unbeknownst to them wow that's true i'm trying to think of other ways like i'm seeking out comfort and there's been a real desire to watch pixar movies Mm. sarah i wanted to tell you last i think it was last episode or two weeks ago you said you know nobody develops a new coping strategy during trauma during quarantine you resort to what you did as a child I didn't even put it together, but I've been doing the same thing as you're saying, like Pixar movies. We've I've been buying fucking like Hostess, uh, Swiss cake rolls, ding dongs, donuts. I don't buy those normally. 
Oh my God, it's so funny you say that because I came home, at least I bought the organic version, but with basically organic version of Golden Grams and <gasps> uh, Lucky Charms yes. because I need some of that. Yes. Oh my God. And I'm like, I looked at my grocery cart and I'm like, this doesn't even look like stuff yes, I Yes, Sarah. Whose grocery cart is this? You're, you're nail on the head. Like when you said nobody's developing, like I'm going to come up with a new coping strategy dude they're like what did i love, I love when show. i was seven i know <laughs> it's basically a show about how much we love our show and it and isn't it weird though how this is also um underground like it's not like i bought the donuts thinking like i know I'm, that's yeah. what i say all the time like you know and i and oh gosh this is sometimes i feel like i fall into this trap where like i'm very aware of yeah. like the reason behind why i do things yeah. so then i'm sometimes verbal and like and talk about that and people think wow you must be depressed or you must be anxious or you must be and i'm like no I just know that the mm-hmm. reason why I'm more frustrated when I stubbed my toe today is because I'm more anxious than I was and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes, like, I, I – and I try to tell, like, you know, this is like family and friends stuff. I'm like, I'm telling you, you can call it whatever you want. You can say that you're not – but – and then you wonder why, you know, you're more frustrated with whatever, like – uh, you know, or you yes. got angry at the the, t- the t- person who called, like from when you were trying to like clear up something with the phone company or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't need like we could pretend that you're you know not aware of it. You may not be aware of it, but nobody is like immune. totally, yeah, yeah. Because you know these little things you don't even think about. You're just sort of like, oh, I could go for some lucky charms. You're not thinking about your childhood necessarily. Right. Analyzing why you may be purchasing those and, you know, and like, I do that too much, which is a blessing and a curse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like you're, you're more aware of it because that's your job. But for most of us, it's, it feels very, um, like robotic, not at Mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. conscious. Mm -hmm. And so it's fascinating when you realize, oh, that's why I did it. Yeah. Yeah, even things like, um, for me, it'll be like picking at my face or biting my nails or... um, Your nails look great, though. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, I bought this nail growth treatment, not an ad, but holy crap. (laughs) What's the secret in that stuff? Is it like miracle growth for humans? Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, yeah, totally miracle. Uh, Yeah. It's crazy. So there you go. If you bite all your nails off and you can just grab that Sally Hansen nail treatment, boom. <laughs> That's a secret. No problem. Secret. Yeah. Anyway. Or just like don't watch terrifying shows on, on Netflix. The platform, you can skip that. The platform. What's that? Yeah. It's like. Oh, that's the movie you watched. Yes. Yes. I remember yes. that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, anyway, so that's why you want to text your ex and everyone on Twitter is saying like, don't do it. But I'm saying like, just go ahead if you want. I mean, especially if you're single, but they were saying at the end of the article, it was like, but if your ex only reached out to you during quarantine, you might want to like, yeah, think twice about re or what's the reigniting that spark. I think, yeah, it's good to like, (laughs) and, and ask yourself, is it like, do you miss companionship or do you miss the traits of that person you know or the deep dickin or the, <laughs> <laughs> that. amen um get yeah. it how you live it but i mean if it's like a momentary you just want to say hi and that'll bring you comfort knock yourself out knock yourself out carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, next up. Just don't be hitting me up, people. Yeah, you know what? When I was reading that article and I thought, well, this isn't true for Sarah. You are um, the most extreme version of a person that I know who really closes that door. Thank once you. It's over. Thank it, you. It's amazing. I, I don't know yeah. how you do it, frankly. Cause I don't when it like it's done, it's done. Yeah. I don't have any 
I don't know. Because I'm always it's like, just, hey, whatever happened to so-and-so? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. What? I don't care. Yeah. I'm constantly it doesn't have checking. any effect on... Like, I'm, I, I, I'm very clear, like, the, the, like, level of happiness, like, my overall, like, you know, reported lev- level of happiness from each different, you know, time in my life and whoever I was with. Yeah. And when I'm able to say, oh, my God, my, my you know, level of happiness right now is, is here, why on earth would I need to, you know, even know about somebody where my level of happiness was way down low? I'm just so curious, though. I'm always like, wonder what happened to them, and I like seeing it. I don't know. I think yeah. I'm more normal. Maybe Dahlia can. You do a no, poll. you definitely are. You definitely are more normal. That's <clears throat> I. Yeah, you're very good at compartmentalizing, though. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder if guys are like that because I did take that MMPI, and they said that I had a brain like a dude. So yeah, we'll I don't think they cyberstalk as much as we d- women do. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm just kind of like, eh, what ifs. If I ever dated you or banged you or even like held your hand, I am checking up on you regularly. <laughs> just so you all know. That's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's just, a lot of work. <laughs> it is. I'd be but busy. No, I'm I enjoy it. I find it really yes. fun. Yes. Yes. Okay. And you know, I enjoy exploring the depths of Amazon to find the perfect pair of leggings. So, you know, to each his own. <laughs> Whatever is soothing to you. Whatever feels good for you. Um, okay. What do I want to share? Um, how about we can learn something from plants? That'll be fun. Oh, you know how I love learning things from plants and there's so much to learn. <laughs> so this is a topic that gets me all kinds of riled up. She gets wound In the up. best ways. I get very excited. <laughs> so one scientist, uh, had noticed a big tree fell on the ground and was like, <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know. It just sounds like that's just, I don't know. It's funny. It sounds like the setup for a joke. (laughs) And he noticed that the, you know, the tree had fallen on top of a bunch of flowers, um, but the flowers were still alive. They were just kind of bent down and crushed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he wanted to study the real resiliency of plants and like how they, they manage when something like that happens. And um, so he distilled it down to like this essence, life wants more. Remember how I told you what my takeaway from the body book was that your body really wants to stay alive? Yep. Well, that's true for flowers too. And, and for that's what Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park. <laughs> right. Life, uh, life uh, finds, finds a way. way. <laughs> right. And that our main goal you know, like you had one job is to stay alive. And so the plant will over time write itself and make sure that they are in a position for pollination. That's like their, their main goal is just to have a landing pad for a bee or whatever to land on it. And, um, he said, you know, this seems so obvious. We've all observed that happen, but no one had ever studied it. It was almost so obvious that nobody yeah. had looked into it. Um, but he was just saying they reorient themselves after injury. So naturally, this is a great metaphor for us as people that we can mm-hmm. be injured and still mm. reorient ourselves in a way that allows us to survive and hopefully mm-hmm. thrive. Um, and you know, a little a little addition to that would be when you're focused on what the ultimate goal is, which is to stay alive, to, to yeah, live. To get the light, to get the the pollination, or in our case, you know, to be successful yeah. or to find love yeah. or whatever. Have happiness and... Yeah, and contentment. Yeah. And he was like, this isn't a prescription. Like, not everything is applicable exactly to a human being and we're complicated and mm-hmm. sentient beings, but it's it can be, he called it a totem of resilience. So... Just a reminder, like when you see an herb growing on your windowsill or whatever, just be like, you know what? They want to have life and so do I. And it can be an inspiration. Yes. Yeah, because he was like, that. plants are stuck in one place. They they don't have a lot of options and neither right. do we right now. So you're stuck in one place. You might be injured, Man. but you can still um, survive. Yes, that reminds me of that beautiful book, probably my favorite book of all time now, uh, 
plant uh, a lab, lab girl. girl. Yeah. That was all about metaphors between plants and life. And when we can learn so much from them. So much. Mm -hmm. I love what she says about a seed, how like, you know, different seeds take different time to start growing and they, sometimes they need different conditions. Everyone needs different things and, but they, they eventually will. I think, you know how you're seeing a lot of people do like, um, windowsill gardens or like, you know, propagating and stuff like that right now. And I I think a lot of people just, you know, might think, well, I'm bored or this, this is just something to do right now. But I think that that it's almost like what we talked about before, where we're not even aware of our own 100% motivation. So maybe they see it as like, this is hope. Yes. (laughs) And if this thing survives, so can I, I I will survive through this thing. Exactly. I think that there's maybe more to it and that it's, people are looking for hope and optimism and and plants can do that for you and and like drawing attention or having awareness of things does not mean any of these things are bad it's the opposite Mm -hmm. it's like wow this is that resilience i was speaking of about what how humans are so resilient that we're naturally inclined to do these things that make us feel good and remind us of growth and remind us that we're still alive even in default mode Mm mm-hmm and that's so hopeful. Yeah. And think about how great it can be when you actually add intention. Right. That's Amen. what I want to encourage everybody to do. But we all have bad days, so forgive yourself when you do. Yes. But if you're feeling a little more energetic, then maybe do one of these things. I love it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Stay like positive. Yay. <laughs> anyway, also you should subscribe and leave us a five-star review. and Definitely. You know, just like... Check out those amazing videos and uh, interviews on Patreon that Suze was talking about. Yeah, that you'll we love were, them. We were talking about. You will love them. So much fun stuff. <clears throat> Patreon.com slash brain candy. And then you can join us for the weekly Q&As and get even more I know. fun it's stuff. It's endless fun. Love it. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.